Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jay here for Stratford Paddock. This is the Paddock Podcast. So when we've got the Paddock Podcast, you want two absolute titans, two giants, two colossuses from the United fan base. And thankfully, that Monoliths. is exactly what we've got. Monoliths, yes. I've got Mr. Joe Smith. How are we doing? Very well. How are you doing? I'm good. How's the sloppy Joe's going? Nicely. Thank you very much. Yeah. All right. How's your, pod- to plug that. How's talk your about podcast United. doing? It, it's all right, but I'm here to talk about Manchester United. Okay, Straight sorry. for Paddock, the best podcast out there. Uh, we've also got Andy Tate. How are you doing? I'm all right, mate. I've got, got a phone call from my good friend across there. He's whoa, 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 whoa. When? When did you get a phone call? About two, about one no, o'clock. No, you didn't. You got a phone call three weeks ago because we planned in advance. <laughs> we don't just ring you two hours before we go live <laughs> and go in, Andy, can you come here? Because the house is not sold as in London today. Loads we don't of, do that. Loads to talk about today, though, <laughs> isn't there? Weghorst updates. Kane, Ossiman, Gareth Bale's retired. All sorts going on, Jay. The Felix is about to go to Chelsea. Is anyone not going to Chelsea? Right. Todd Burley, he's having one, isn't he? Yeah, he's playing FIFA, isn't he? Yeah. Football manager. So get involved in the chat in the comments. People already are. And let us know what you think about all these things. Because, do you know what? I'm sick of getting excited about someone and pretending I really like him and want him. And then find out they're going somewhere else. Pretending you really like him. Yeah. Like Joe Felix. Yeah. All right. We're going to get him. Yeah. All right. I can get on board with that. He doesn't score loads of goals. And I'm a simple man, as you all know. Yeah. And I like strikers or attackers that score goals. He doesn't. But I'll get around to that thinking he's a different type of attacker. You know, he's one of those that yeah. brings in players around him. And, you know, he's, he's good to watch and all that nonsense. And then after all that, he's not coming here anyway. He's got Chelsea. Sickening. It is sickening. This is a man who... He's being paid twenty million pounds for six months' work. Yeah, that's. I mean, I know it's not all going to him, but this transfer is costing twenty million pounds. Assuming that they've paid what United refused to, they, that's just that's not even that's beyond the realms. They of are to me pretty desperate, aren't they, Chelsea at the minute? Because they're awful. Yeah, like this is as bad as I can remember Chelsea being since probably Jose Mourinho's title defense. AVB. <laughs> yeah, AVB era. It's that bad, isn't it? Yeah, it it's is. it's it's that sort of stuff. Um, and you're looking at you, you know they've just been battered off City again. They're in that horrible run. I think they've had two wins in the last nine games, whatever it is, which it's for Chelsea bad. is ridiculously bad. It looks like Graham Potter, who was a ve- he was a very good manager. I'm not just going to say he's not a good manager. 
has yeah. gone there and it's just not working out at all. And now you've got this chief exec or this chairman or whatever he is, um, in Todd Burley, just buying <coughs> every player he can get his hands on. And it just doesn't seem like there's any structure there. And it just feels like it's just a bit of a mess. No, no, no. You've got to give it time. You've got to back him. And uh, you, you've just got a guy upstairs who's actually going shotgun, buying the best in the world. And you, no manager structure, nothing, no no type of play. Players are like looking at each other. Even the Chelsea fans yesterday wanted Thomas Tuchel back. Yeah, was this right? Was this Thomas Tuchel chance going around? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah was that was. City yeah. fans taking a mickle? Was that... I think it was uh, Chelsea fans, actually. I mean, it could have been the media trying to spin it, but uh, yeah, Thomas Tuchel chance were ringing around the ground yesterday. Don't know if it was... What did you make of it, Andy, when he got sat Thomas Tuchel? You, as an Ozzy United fan, you've always been one of those who back the manager, get behind him, sort of, unless the wheels come off completely. You get behind him. Were you surprised that Thomas Tuchel, who 18 months earlier had won the Champions League when he went? Not yeah. even 18 months, about Very stupid. 16 months, wasn't it? Very stupid decision yeah. to sack him because you just won the Champions League 18 months earlier. You missed out on two cup finals, only on pens, yeah. and you finished That's in the top point. four. Jesus. And you, you, and you won the, uh, they won the no, Super Cup <laughs> as well. I forgot all that. They won the Super <laughs> Cup as well. Yeah. So why would you want to do it with new owners? Obviously, the circumstances with new owners coming in and the sale of Chelsea due to the ongoing conflicts in the Ukraine contributed to it. Yeah. And Chelsea were under all sorts of embargoes until the sale was pushed through and completed. So it's just like new owners, hot-headed. It's like, the owners like treating it like an American franchise, isn't it? It's just like, oh, I'll buy this, that, the other, this, that, the other. We're going to win the Super Bowl. No, you're fucking not, mate. Jay, I absolutely <clears throat> love it. Yeah. I love it. I love Sack this. him, get everyone out. Buy just buy whoever you want. Don't even consult the manager. Yeah. The owner has just gone ballistic, hasn't he? Yeah. Felix, I've heard of him. Wow, he cost 120 million. We can get him for 20. Take yeah. it. I like, mean, maybe more I'll or less. This. I'll get Fernandez. I'll get this. I'll get the other. Just because he's just gone rogue. Any playbook for how to run a football club is typically scouts and managers talk to each other about who they want, and then it's presented to the sort of the money people. They give a sort of yes or no as well. I mean. A lot of people can give a thumbs up or thumbs down along the way, but really it's the scouts and the manager who should be coming up with the team, the players that the team are. That clearly isn't happening. Yeah, not even Abramovich and did that. No, well, not to this degree. It's obvious that it's it's just Burley because he's the one who goes and flies and does the the talking as well. You see him in an airport in Italy, and he's just going to be chatting to Osimhen or he's chatting to this guy. He'll be somewhere in a room, either on a Zoom call or in real life, with Jao Felix now. Yeah. I love it because that means they're going to be shit because yeah. this doesn't work. And if it does, it's pure luck. We've seen how United have operated in the last 10 years. And to me, it has a lot of a, a similar ring to it. Not that the Glazers went ballistic with money, but that the wrong people were doing the signings. Where Woodward liked Di Maria or liked Falcao. Bankers, or, isn't or, it? Yeah. yeah. It's, it's people who watch football from a sort of outside perspective going... Jao Felix is good, and he? he's a big name. Let's get him. Like, Juan Fernandez good at the World Cup. Let's get him. He's the new big thing. He went to Benfica uh, 18 months ago, and now he's worth 20 times what they paid for him. Let's get him. Like, it's just shit. So if it works, fair play. But for me, the odds of this method that, and this setup working is slim to nil, and that is a fantastic thing as a United fan. There's a question here, Matthew Sargent, asking about the 12 days of Paddock Christmas yes. giveaway. We are going to do that on Wednesday. It'll be announced on Wednesday. We're going to go through all the winners, including the winner of the £500 grand prize. We haven't forgot about it, left it. We're going to do it on the live. We're going to do go through it all, go through every single winner, because yeah. there's 12 different prizes, and the big prize is a £500 big prize. So don't 
think, oh, we just forgot no. about, or, you know, we're not going to do coming it. On Wednesday. It's coming on Wednesday. It's going to be me and Joe. And we're going to announce it on Wednesday evening. So make sure you are staying tuned. And thanks everyone for your support. Also, if you are watching, hit that like button. Um, give us a like. Uh, just quickly, Clayton M in the super chat says, do or does rival managers sticking up for their counterparts <coughs> annoy you as much as it does me? I don't see the grace in speaking on another team. Eric Ten Hag does it better. It always feels a bit like patronising, doesn't it, when rival managers go, oh, yeah. you know what, they're really good, aren't they? Oh, leave them alone. Um, but, you know, there is a little bit of a manager's union, so I, I do get it. Um, Should we talk Weghorst? Yeah, let's talk Weghorst. You've got a bit of an update there. Go on, yes. give us that Basixa statement so, that's doing the rounds. Obviously, Weghorst is under contract at Burnley. He's their player permanently. He's then signed a one-year loan to Besiktas. There was then rumours that uh, there was a clause in there where... Uh, someone could pay two or three million pounds that would then basically scrap the loan and then, then he would go back to Burnley for them Burnley to do what they want with him, sell him, whatever. Yeah. Then Besiktas basically this afternoon have come out and said, they claim that there is an exit clause in our footballer's contract starting uh, sorry stating that his contract can be terminated with a compensation of 2.5 million euros in case of an offer from the Premier League is fictitious. However, the news that the player in question will have to leave the team on Tuesday is completely Untrue. I, we'll come back to it. The initiative uh, regarding Wakehorse belongs entirely to Besiktas. If there's a development on this issue, the information will be shared. My favourite thing is the phrasing on that is this whole, th say, this whole thing about 2 million euros is fictitious. However, like the next thing is going to be, however, this is true. And then they go, however, the, the, the news that the play will be leaving is also untrue. Like, I love, a, I love <laughs> a, an inappropriate however there. Like yeah. It makes you think it's going one way, and then it goes, actually, no, that's untrue as well. So basically, I'm leaving you. However, I'm taking the children. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> however, the house is mine. You're like, no, however should mean yeah. the other thing. I, I, I was keep the car, a, yeah. you keep yeah, the it's, house. It's, I, was, I was expecting something positive there. You're right. Yeah, it's, it's just like you see with a, like a right and then a left. Like, isn't it? Um, but, um, so basically, if we want Weghorst, we've got to sort out some sort of payment to Besiktas so that they agree to let this loan deal end. Then we've got to sort out some sort of payment to Burnley for a loan fee. Then we've got to sort out if we want a, a 10 million option to, to buy, which Besiktas currently have on the player. So we the power, it's like, do you know when, if someone's buying a house and there's like a chain, so that person has to sell their house yeah. before you can buy that one who has Not to sell their house before you can buy Well, no, but this is like, for us to get Weghorst, Besiktas have to let him go, then Burnley have to let him go, then he has to agree to come. Why do United always find themselves in a situation where everything is stacked against a transfer? Because it's Richard Bloody Arnold, isn't it? But it Ma it's just Matthew a weird situation. Matthew Sargent, uh, in the super chat has been a member of the academy for 25 months thank you for your support matthew says weghorst tall and howland scored more in the world cup too not saying he's better mm. but i'm not not saying it i like that uh abdul ibrahim says summer 2021 the scouts identified uh Caseso, but we didn't sign because he isn't a big name now liverpool are looking at him um tgf we signed casemiro mm. um the whole Workhorse thing. What do you make of it? When you were, when you heard that, what did you think? We're uh, linked with him, and it looks like it could happen. Mate, when I heard the name, I thought it was uh, something you you get on the Christmas market. It's like a nice big get hot bit dog. Of veg host. Yeah, a bit of Veghorst. Yeah, bit of Veghorst. But uh, I have seen the player. I seen him at the World Cup. He scored. He scored two against Argentina. Yeah, he came on. It was a quarterfinal. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. that and his goal to get the equaliser was sublime. Such yeah. a good goal that was. Such yeah. a good goal. The free short. And, yeah. and he ran. Argentina ragged, so that I mean I've not seen I've seen the P 
picture. I've seen the video of him waving goodbye to the fans after scoring at the weekend. But obviously now this is coming up. But, Respect uh, to that, by the way. Waving the fans goodbye when no deal is agreed whatsoever. Well, like, I think he sort of said that he wasn't keen on, on it. it or something. He's, he's keen on it. But the, I think the player, I'll like say, he didn't do much at Burnley, did he? No. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. But, um, but set- also, who the fuck has ever <laughs> done much at Burnley? It's, no offence, it, but they don't attack. It's so weird. how could he have scored uh, goals? Is producer Ethan, is he about? How's Chris Wood getting on at your lot? Terrible. Terrible, right. That's, right, well, there you go. There's Mr. Chris. Sitter. That's not yeah. his name. It's Mr. Mr. Wood. Sitter. Because they bought Chris Wood, didn't he, from Burnley? Apparently he's not doing too well. So yeah, that's not but that example. doesn't matter, does it? No. Just because um, you were bad at Burnley. Look at Dwight McNeil, what he's doing at Everton. Single-handedly yeah. keeping him in the... Champions League pre- places. Keeping the bench warm. <laughs> uh, Ethan O'Connor, welcome to the Academy. Thanks for your support. Um, Joseph, yeah. you're a man of the world. Yes. What did you make of it when you heard Wout Veghorst was top of our wish list? Makes sense. Because he's it, because it doesn't make sense, which is where we are in terms of looking for a striker. We are... I like the abstractness of this. We are that's that's illogical. No, expect, it's very, that's my way of saying expect the unexpected okay. when it comes to United's striker approach. Yeah. We are out of options. Yeah. There is no big name strikers available in January. Yeah. We know this. All the other ones that we've tried to go for are either too old, don't actually play football anymore, yeah. or we're just a, a figment of Richard Arnold's imagination. <laughs> we're like, buying players that don't exist. Yeah, I'm sure there was calls like Sol... Sol Ray, Rado or something yeah, like that. They're just buying shit. former Spanish players that don't actually exist. Yeah. But Weghorst, if you look at his numbers, he's used to scoring 20 goals a season in, yeah. the, in, in, in the Bundesliga. Yeah. There aren't that many of them knocking about. I know it was shit for Burnley, but it, we're, we are desperate. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I know like, what you're getting like, at. Like, there aren't many goal scorers in Europe that are under the age of 35 that have scored any career goals. Well, how many career goals have he got? 171. 171. In 407 right. appearances Okay, as well. so he's just under a goal every other game, and he's played at AZ Altmar and Wolfsburg for the large majority of his career. Two leagues which aren't don't have the best track record of coming to the Premier League, but also aren't shocking. You know, the Bundesliga and, and the Dutch First Division, yeah. not the worst thing in the world to have scored 20 goals, 20 goals, 25 goals in. Like, he's a decent player. He's not going to be much money. We're still going to get the big one in January, uh, in the summer, if they're available. And we'll move on to that in a minute because uh, Mark Ogden's been coming out and basically saying United fancy Kane and Osserman. But this... Who else do we think we're going to get in January uh, on short notice for free or for cheap? Like, there aren't many about. I mean, if you look at San Hag, he has done that that sort of player. He didn't bring someone to Ajax and so Yeah, Sebastian Allaire from West Ham, who was awful. And and then he was the top scorer in the Champions League. This is what I mean. He's got an eye for something. He knows something. Can I just say, though, some of us called this, (sighs) didn't we? Hey, got a tweet here. August. Look at the date. 14th of August, Joe. Yeah. Nailed it. The Use only, that. Jay Motty. The only yeah. reason I accept this honestly hideous display of self-promotion yeah. is I love Moneyball and I love the <laughs> reference. And I also love that you were right. Because Weghorst 
he probably can't score the 18 Premier League goals that Ronaldo scored yeah. last season, but he can definitely do the job Ronaldo was doing this season. Listen, like a broken <clears throat> clock, he's right twice a day. Yeah. I'm like a broken you're, I don't know, calendar. I'm yeah. right twice a year. Yeah, you're, you're, so when uh, I am right about summer, I milk it. Yeah, do you're you know a broken mean? clock that's right twice a day if there were 300 hours a day. <laughs> yeah. so, I mean, you're right a fraction of the time. But on this, on this occasion, you've got it right. And yeah. I've got to give you some credit for that. But I, I honestly think, again, we, 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 I, I pose this question. Name someone who is better than him, who is available for short term, short term for less than 10 million quid. Pete, like, there are. You can't there's also. Oh, there's very few. And, and I'm no. not going to lie to you. It's a bit I'm fully on board the Ten Hag bus. Same. If Ten Hag wants him, I ain't questioning it. Well, no. I might you know, go, well, that's a surprise or whatever. But... I'm with it yeah. because I think this manager is truly gifted and I think he knows what I he's do, doing. I do, I do. Do you know I what I mean? Well. I agree, if Eric Ten Hag decides he's going to play Luke Shaw at centre-back, I'm with it and it works. Yeah. If Eric Ten Hag decides Aaron Wan-Bissaka actually has got a future and can play his role, I'm with it and it works. Harry Maguire coming on as a striker for the last 10 minutes of a game, we've seen it. <laughs> right. It worked. It's just, it's, it's difficult to just oh. not believe in what this manager wants to do and if he believes where he goes, the player that you know he obviously knows from, from sort of... Um, I don't say for managing, obviously not managing, but he'll watch him. Yeah, it's a Dutch player. He's probably played against yeah. him, like you say, his team's played against him and yeah. he's got first-hand experience. Uh, and also, just as a final thing, and I've said this before, but if we just think about the, the dire straits we are in personnel-wise, at the start of last season, we had Ronaldo, Martial, Cavani and Greenwood as, as, as accepted number nine strikers. For whatever reason, yeah. they've gone, they're unavailable. We now have one of those four players left at the club. Or available to play. Yeah. We just need, we are desperate for anything. If Marshall gets injured, or heaven forbid Rashford gets injured, or no, both, no, no. we're fucked. No. We literally don't have anyone to play up front if Marshall and Rashford are unavailable. We need someone. Wegos has scored 171 goals in his career. He's not a bad striker. Like he, no offense to Igalo, but he has got a far greater pedigree than Igalo ever had. Well, Igalo, Igalo. And I like Igalo for his social media stuff and the way he embraced the club. And, you know, he did have some good moments, the goal against Lask, his, his contribution to McTominay's goal in the derby. But you looked at his record, he'd been in the Premier, not been in the Premier League for like two and a half seasons. And, and he'd gone 18 games without a goal in the Premier League three years ago, two and a half seasons ago. Sorry. Yeah. So it didn't look great. Weghorst, all right, he didn't set the world alight at Burnley, but he at least was effective to a certain degree. And he's been effective more recently. At a higher level than Igalo. Igalo was, was it China or India? Sorry, China. I, I should know. There's not another completely different countries, but he was at a level which isn't, wasn't great yeah. before he came in, back into the Premier League. At least, Vegos um, is coming from a place where the Turkish League isn't a million miles away in terms of levels. Yeah, playing the Champions League yeah. every year. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, Jacob Morris, as Joe said it, he scored everywhere but Burnley, and Burnley were awful. He was great in the World Cup as well. Yeah. Uh, do hit that like button. We've got almost 2,000 people watching, only 137 likes. Ross Murphy says, I miss Igalo. Uh, Max Diaz says, Chelsea have just got Felix FFS. Yeah, we were speaking about that. Um, you mentioned something earlier, Joseph. What? About Mark. Oh, all right. Sorry, I don't know what happened. Wow. Sorry, James. Stumbled into the working men's club in Partington. Um, <laughs> you mentioned about Mark Ogden, who's been on this channel yeah. several times, I think, yeah. um, saying that United are looking at long term options yeah. uh, for strikers, including Harry Kane and Victor Osserman. Yeah. Two players that you know we've spoken about quite a lot on this channel. What do you make of those suggestions? Do you think those could be the answers long term or longer term? I mean, I said this the other day. I think if, if age wasn't an issue, let's say 
I know it is, and you have to factor that in. But I think in terms of play style, I think Harry Kane might be... I'm trying to think of the... I think he might be the perfect striker for Ten Hag. I think he holds the ball up brilliantly. He brings other people into into the into play brilliantly. He's become an excellent passer and build up play attacker in, in in recent seasons. He's not just capable of scoring, but he's one of the most prolific goal scorers in the last decade. He uh, his injury record and his age are slightly concerning because he'll be 30 starting next season, which is when we sign him. But he's someone that has consistently scored for nearly a decade now or seven or eight years he's been one of the top goal scorers in the Premier League. He is a phenomenal player that could bring other players in, can play people in behind, can play counter-attacking style, can play front-foot style like they did under Pochettino. I honestly think if we could get him, that could be the difference between United challenging for the League Cup and United challenging for the Champions League. I really do think he's he, he would be that good. People underestimate him because he looks a bit weird and he's never won any trophies with Tottenham and talk about that small club mentality or Tottenham mentality, whatever it is. He's a phenomenal player. And if you don't think he is, you're just not watching football and he, he would be sensational for Man United. Honestly, I really think he'd be about as good as we could get. Andy, what do you reckon? Because Harry Kane, I mean, this has almost gone unnoticed in some degrees. 18 Premier League appearances this season, 15 goals. I mean, he's almost scored as many goals this season as he did the entirety of last season. And he's only played 18 games. He scored 17 Premier League goals last season, which isn't a bad return. Would you be for this if it can happen? It's a big if. But if we went for him in the summer and we got him, would you be up for that one? Is that someone you think, yeah, can still do a job for Manchester United? Or do you think we need to be looking at someone a bit younger? No, I consider him really well. That's an incredible return for this season. Yeah, he's he's on fire. I mean, maybe he needs a new challenge and all. They start the other... Uh, in, like you say, he missed that pen at the World Cup as well. It's not affected him in the slightest. No, that's and he's a just good moved point on because it could it could get he took it on the chin it? and got yeah, on with it. He, you know what I mean? He has, he has took that on. So uh, yeah, I would take him because I mean, what City was supposed to go for him the other year, wasn't it? Yeah. And he ended up with Grealish instead. And uh, I mean, he, I mean, in a, in the right squad, he, he could take you to a title, to a Champions League. I mean, there's every chance that Harry Kane here, who, like, you know, Joe, you're pointing out about his age, he's 29, he turns 30 in July. There's every chance he could have another two, three seasons at the top level. He could yeah. even have four, four or five. Yeah. Like, there's no reason why a striker in this day and age can't play to 32, 33, maybe even 34. It's then after then you start, okay, that's probably not going to happen. Yeah. But if he stays fit, I know that I'm having a lot of sort of ifs and buts. I get it. Yeah. I get this. My only thing with this is... I have reservations as to whether it can happen. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Dear. I don't think it's a case of should it happen. I think if we could get Harry Kane. If Harry Kane signed for United, I'd be buzzing. I'm not going to pretend I wouldn't. Yeah. I just don't know if it will happen. I always feel with Harry Kane, it needed to happen when he was a lot younger for him to come to United. Mm. I feel like we've probably missed this one happening. And I feel like he may end up sort of seeing his career out at Spurs. Or I, don't, top level. I don't see that. Because I, no? I, I see new owners coming in and... Tottenham don't make the top four next season. He's going to look at options. I mean, if Bayern Munich might be interested in him as well. And if we've got new owners coming in, and uh, 
the new owner or the new owners want want give the fans a mm. couple of big signings. That's a good point. The new owners, because you know you might like as a new owner, you won't come in and make a statement. Yeah. A marquee signing, the England captain, England record goal scorer, uh, is a pretty a much a marquee like signing. Two hundred ninety goals. I mean, his, like, his goal score records were different. I mean, other than fucking Brian Clough, what, what English player has ever scored more than him? And that was most of that was in the first of, in the second division. Yeah. I mean, you can't keep thinking he's he's been in a Champions League final, yeah. lost. He's been in a League Cup final, lost. Yeah. He's gonna be. Like, I've got to win something. Look at Alan Shearer. That contract. Look at, he only yeah. won a Premier League title. Yeah. And he lost two cup finals. That contract that Kane signed three years ago, whatever it was, two years ago, is the worst decision he's ever made by a mile. One mm. of the worst, like. He's he was the best striker in the world or, or, or thereabouts. What, which year was it? Twenty sixteen when he scored the most goals in in uh, in the world in 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 the year. Like yeah, because they were chasing last. They were chasing and last for the league. Fucking five year extension to take him up to being thirty. Because I think uh, the, the one thing, the reason I think it's possible is because he's only got one season left in the in his contract after this year. So if Tottenham don't want to lose him for free. And if want to get probably still get around 100 million, you'd have thought, even for one year or thereabouts. I think L Levy would see that as a, as a chance to cash in finally. But just uh, on, on what Ogden said there, he said, talking about Kane, he said he'll enter this final 12 months of his Tottenham contract this summer. This is in ESPN. Um, the 29 year old striker almost left Spurs in 2021 before City abandoned their attempts to sign him. But with the prospect of Kane leaving as a free agent in 2024, both the player and club face a decisive summer and sources said that United are aware that they may be the most attractive option for Kane should he choose to seek a move at the end of the season. So there's feeling amongst United apparently that we might be the, the, the best place because he's not going to City now because why would he? And also they've got Haaland. I don't think, why would he go to Chelsea? They look like an absolute mess. Liverpool have just signed Darwin Nunes for 100 million quid so they'd be mad to buy another 100 million quid striker. Newcastle is you could maybe see it yeah definitely because they've got the money but again you're joining a club that hasn't won a trophy in 60 years or whatever it is why would like, you want why would you want to join Rick them have it a lifetime so to me <laughs> it's either Arsenal which is not going to happen not yeah. not just because they've signed a striker for 50 million quid but it's fucking Arsenal yeah. or Man United or you go to Real Madrid or something and replace Benzema for a few years but it, it makes sense to me that United is by far the strongest option in the Premier League. We're desperate for a striker. I think he would fit the system perfectly. And he can't go anywhere else. He either stays with Tottenham, goes abroad, or comes to United, I would say. What, can you see another option for him? No, no, I, mean, I think you make a, a, a good case. I mean, you know, if, if he was, the only sort of thing is maybe there was suggestions in like Munich or somewhere like that, yeah. where you go, I just want a trophy and I'm guaranteed one there. I really, if I went, to, if he goes to Bayern Munich, he's getting a trophy. Yeah, he is because he just can't help him. Him in that team gets a trophy, gets the Bundesliga. He just, he just does. So you might look at that because it is still a gamble coming to Manchester United. You're not guaranteed silverware at a club that hasn't won anything since 2017, but you are likely to get something. You have under Ten Hag with the players we've got, and like yeah. you saying, Andy, new owners probably bringing in Kane and someone else. You know, you, you have to back yourself there and think I've got a good chance of, of challenging for the top honors here. I just don't know. I just don't know if it happens. I think for me, if it does, I'd be happy. Mm. I think Harry Kane coming into this side, yeah, someone mentioned in the super chat there, sorry, in the chat, you know, it, it's almost like a touch of the Van Persies where you're getting a player who's coming towards the end of yeah. his career, who's still got something to offer, who is prolific in the Premier League and who can, you know, hopefully spearhead a title challenge. And we've got a good balance of, of younger and older players, but some of the crucial players in this team are the wrong side of 30. Varane's getting close to that and probably legs-wise he is about 30 with the injuries he's had. 
Casemiro's 30. Harry Kane will be 30 in the summer. So there is some imperative to win some trophies in the next two or three years anyway. This isn't like a seven-year project. It's no. not like everyone's 21. This is not this season probably, maybe not next season, but the one after that maximum, we have to be challenging for the title. Yeah, so yeah. I, I don't think it's a case of, you know, the team's not ready. I think... I think, I, I think for me, now, if we're not challenging for the title next season, I'll be massively disappointed. Yeah, I will, because I think you're right. You look at the players we've got, Casemiro, you know, we've already got Varane. Martinez, the way he's coming to this mm-hmm. team. We spent a lot of money on Andy, he's obviously a quality player. Rashford, he was on fire. Yep. He just is, and I think Marcus Rashford's got even another level to go to. And you think, actually, this is a team that is progressing and has players at a level where if we had added more players in the summer, which I expect yeah. us to, why would we not be... What is the next step? Is it not then challenging for the title? Yeah, sure, I think it must be. The one, the one thing I, mean? I would say is, if it was still Woodward as chief executive of Man United, we would definitely get Harry Kane this summer. Because the only thing that I think would stand in the way is if, is if Ten Hag thinks he's not the right type of player. Mm. I think we could probably get him. I think he would probably be willing to join United. Last chance at, uh, Last chance at something big. Play for a, a proper big club rather than just, you know... No disrespect to Spurs, but Spurs aren't they're in not, the top yeah. 10 clubs in the world or top five. No. Manchester United are one of the biggest clubs yeah. in the world. And if their manager decides to walk at the end of the season, then it's... Yeah, exactly. I but mean, I think yeah, the only I mean, thing probably that will, in the way is if Ten Hag goes, I don't want him. And if he says that, then fair enough. Um, Creflo Boller in the Super Chat says, do you guys think Kane has the character and personality profile that Eric Ten Hag is looking for? He doesn't seem to have that warrior mentality f- to me. I think that... I think he does. I don't... I think other than... The, there was a time, I think, where he didn't... He, boycotted training or something yeah other than that i don't think there's been too many issues around the only thing you ever hear about him is how he wants to speak to the manager he wants to improve Mm. he wants he's he wants to be the best player he can i know that he i don't think he's necessarily a captain in the traditional sense i think he's got a warrior mentality yeah i do i mean that 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 pen miss at the world cup that would fire him up for any anybody Um, santa notch is sort of disagreeing slightly he says don't see kane being what eric Hag wants to be honest there is that question. I mean, I don't know. No. The other one we've been linked with is Victor Ossiman. Again, I mean, having a good season, 11 goals in 16 matches for Napoli this season, obviously hasn't had the career of Kane, but he's a lot younger. There are question marks about his injuries. He's, yep. a, he's a crowd-pleasing player, and he gets stuck in, he throws himself into things, and he you know scores some good goals and stuff. Is he the answer, do you feel? Could he, that be more likely because he's 24 years old or just if we can get Kane or if Kane doesn't want to come or if Eric Sandow doesn't want Kane does, is it so also been the answer we've got to go for someone up front that's the thing who is it going to be both players have got injury history yeah, yeah. that's true so you got to look at I mean would Napoli be willing to sell but if they want the, more than the rumour the rumours are like Way over a hundred million that they're. Well, they didn't. They spend like seventy million on him. Yeah, I think it was sixty rising up to eighty. Yeah, I mean, if they win Serie A, they want to. They want to crack at the Champions League. Well, I think they've not won it since Diego Maradona. The striker that spearheaded Inter Milan's Serie A win was Lukaku. He then cost a hundred million quid and was absolutely woeful. But the one thing he had in his favour was much bigger track record. Had scored goals everywhere he'd been. If Osimhen spearheads Napoli's title challenge or title yeah you probably he's, he's younger than Lukaku was when it was Chelsea you're probably looking at a similar or more fee or, or, or bigger fee should I say so nothing's guaranteed mate no I mean I, I, I'm, you're more guaranteed the chance with that with Harry Kane in, in the United squad um, definitely Dan- Daniel yeah, definitely. Kirk who's been a member of the academy for him mum says Jay where's the Marcus title it's in the post I'm just waiting for it to arrive um, 
<laughs> yeah, it seems to have divided opinion a little bit. Uh, Brian Casey says, Tammy Abraham. I think that ship sailed. Yeah, me too. I think that ship sailed probably at least a year ago. I think he there only made sense when, when he could get him for under 50 yeah, million quid. There was a time when you probably thought, okay, I would have had him. Um, I just don't see that happening. I just don't see that happening. And Roma would demand silly That's money. That's what I'm saying, yeah. Silly money. I've been adverting, says Danny Welbeck. If I did any well that comes back to Manchester United, it just it doesn't get any better. If than only that. he was a bit younger. Yeah, Steve and, said, and I've better. seen that on Steve's podcast last week. Somebody it, mentioned it in the comments. It's might be a sh- might be a, an option, Danny Welbeck. Bambi on ice. Surely Kane oh, is get out. Surely Kane <laughs> is the best option. It's, what it's do the, you reckon? It, what do you actually think? Can you think of anyone that's better that we could get? I don't know. Is that necessarily anyone better? The question is, and I don't know the answer to this, is, you know, does will Tenag want him? But who do you want? Forget Tenag for a minute. Uh, what, what that you, is, that what, is a, if I had a magic wand, yeah. and it was like, right, who could you get? Other than obviously Kylian Mbappe, who'd yeah. be like the, the best player you could get. Kane makes a lot of sense to me, yeah. because he's like, proven goal scorer, I think he would fit into this system. Yeah. I think it, I thought you saw a bit more of it at the World Cup than perhaps you even see for Spurs. I know you see it for Spurs as well. He can drop deep and play players in. But you saw him almost happy to take a different role with England. Mm-hmm. And Marcus and, and other players sort of, you know, uh, Bakayo Saka getting forward. And you think he could do that at United. He could lead the line and drop deep when he needs to. And that would be like the perfect foil for some of the players we've got. I think if you put, um, you know, if you had Harry Kane up front for Manchester United and you had a front three of, say, Anthony Kane and Marcus Rashford, and, and then also you've got Sancho and you've got Andy Martial and you've got Alejandro Ganacho. All of a sudden, you've got not just if you've got a fantastic attacking front three, you've got options as well. Yeah, it, it does feel you like okay, that is a title challenging attack. Yeah, definitely. I think we, we would then have one of the best attacks in the league, yeah, one of the best midfields in the league, and one of the best, one of the best defense in the league. Yeah, at that point, and from what I've seen, one of the best managers in the league. Yeah. So at the minute, the thing that's letting us down is only Marcus Rashford is scoring. And and some of that is, is like for the, the other day, you got to give Bruno credit. He was, he was the captain, and he's giving he's letting Marcus Rashford take that penalty, even though he's a better t- penalty taker than, than than Rashford is statistically. He was saying he said you take it, which I think is great. So I'm not knocking Bruno for not scoring a penalty that he gave away, but like at the minute, unfortunately, only Rashford is scoring. I, I think the only guaranteed goals that is even remotely up for sale in the summer is Kane. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oh, I'd love it. I'd love yeah, that. Yeah, I think there's, there's Lynch, massive... Lick your lips at the prospects, there's, there's, there's just, I know. The, the players we've been linked with. Yeah. You know, there was Sam, it was Jonathan David from uh, Lille, I think. Yeah. Um, obviously, Victor Ossiman. Um I think someone's mentioned, is it Sesco, the other one? Yeah, Benjamin Sesco, yeah. Sesco. Like, there's... Question marks around all of them. Yeah, it's like some of them have been recently prolific, not that prolific. Some of them, yeah. there's question marks around the injury record. Also, none of them have won anything. Yeah. People go have a go at Kane for not winning anything. Yeah. All of them have won nothing. Yeah. So I know yeah. the younger player. Obviously, mm. what Chesco is going to win is, is is 19. But Osman's 24. Uh, um, David is 
He didn't win the league, did he? Did he win the league? Uh, Leo. Yeah. I don't, I'm not. Well, so but I, never but looked, I see a kid. He was friends with Ireland. I'm at United. We were linked with him. Yeah. Um, I'm just having a look now. Forgive me. Um, oh yeah, he won. So also, um, sorry, Jonathan David did. Okay, win fair the, fair play to him. He he has won a trophy. But, but it's I just not think like, like there's this there's, there's basically yeah. question marks around. All yeah. of them. It's like there was a time when Ivan Tony. It's even now some people saying Ivan Tony. We don't even know what's going to happen with him. This betting thing. No. So there's a big question about. And yeah. also, can he step up to the play at Manchester United coming from Brentford? I don't know. Uh, Liam Pickering in the super chat says Ericsson and Kane carry Spurs. Would love that. Owen Thompson says, truth be told, some fans won't like it, but we are at the stage where we need money from the likes of Dubai to compete in the transfer market. Also, they'll get rid of Murtagh and Arnold. There's one positive. I don't think that's true. I don't think either of those things are true. No. We already compete in the transfer market. Yeah. Only Man City have spent more than us in we the last decade. We just spend money badly. Yeah, the amount we spend isn't the issue. It's who is who is spending the money. That's yeah, always been the problem. Negotiation. And I think Murtagh and Arnold well. and, and haven't proven themselves to be shit yet. I oh, they have. Do you, uh, how? The way they chased all the way to, for De Jong. They went all the way to Barcelona. Well, that was all the way slightly Turin. silly, but we got Casemiro instead, which I don't think was a bad trade-off. Yeah, and if you believe the bullshit they come out with, we, we scouted him for four months and we had, we well, had talks for four months, yeah. which was more bullshit from the PRs. Maybe. But so I don't, I don't, I don't I mean trust is, any of them. Well, no, I'm, I'm not saying I trust them. I'm saying I don't think there's a lot of evidence to it's, say that they're shit. In is. the same way that Woodward, we know Woodward was shit. Because he had 10 years of body of work where he consistently messed it up. I think with Arnold and Murtagh, for me, the, the jury's still out. I mean, I you, look have at, a go at him yet. you look at the top 10 transfers um, in in England, and I think United have, have got about, f I think this is slightly outdated list I've got here, I've got about four of them. Yeah. Top 10 most expensive transfers. Yeah. So you look at the likes of Sancho, Maguire, Pogba, um, Lukaku when he came mm -hmm. to United as well. That's not great management. No. To have that many players who would cost you so much money. Just to sell, and sell to, a shit. Yeah, That's what and, it is. And to not have won anything. And okay, Maguire and um, and Sancho, Anthony's in that mix as well now. And Anthony's still in, uh, still at the club. But, you know, there's been a lot of mismanagement. Yeah. There's been, you know, just no coherent transfer policy whatsoever. Ten Hag said it himself, didn't he? Yeah. He said, we've wasted a lot of money or spent a lot of money on, on mediocrity. Yeah. And... But we, we we spent a lot of money. I love to hear that from a Not manager. spending money has never been United's issue. It's spending it badly. And, and just as a disclaimer, in case anyone's under any illusions, the Glazers are parasites and have taken far too much money. Oh, yeah, of and Saddling us all this debt, and I cannot wait to see the back of them. But the two aren't mutually exclusive. You can hate these owners and think they've bled this club dry, which they have done. And you can also say we've misspent money. Yeah, Those two things aren't, you know, don't contradict each other. No, and what you can't say is that we haven't spent a similar amount to the teams around us. We have. We've, I think, oh, yeah, I yeah, think yeah, a yeah, better yeah. comparison model is probably the Scousers because they had these owners, which like the American owners, wanted to make money. Mm -hmm. And the only difference between them and the Glazers was they went, right, here's a manager. Here's someone who, who knows what they're doing as a chief exec. Here's a scouting policy that fits the manager's philosophy so we can get these players in and we can scout them, some of them long term, and it'll work. And it did. And they've not had unmitigated success, but they've won a lot more trophies over the last four years than we have. Yeah. And they've also been at three Champions League finals. And I hate Liverpool Football Club probably as much as they anyone. actually cared. But you can't they deny that they've a had a, a, rel a pretty much successful spell. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So that is, for me, the main sort of difference there is finding the right manager and backing him properly or doing what we've done, changing managers every two seasons, throwing a load of money at players that the manager at times doesn't even want. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? Like, did Jose want Fred? No.
Did did Louis van Gaal want the Maria and Falcao? I'm, and I'm not even sure Ollie wanted um, Van der Beek to be honest. No, I don't think he did. That seems um, to just pop up and yeah. get signed out. Uh, uh, Martian in the super chat says Kane would be ideal. Reviving a sleeping giant will always be attractive. It gives you that legendary status in sport. Yeah. Look at Cantona. Just on the the sort of oh sorry, Cheyenne Restaga says uh, Tarami from Porto is a great shout. Um, Cref the uh, Bolo, I think Creflo Bolo is back in and says, Ossiman has that Tevez workhorse mentality, but not the quality Kane has. Yeah. So the question is, do you go for more quality or passion? Harry Kane quality every day. is one of the, certainly now, one of the best British players. An argument, argument is that one of the best British players ever is Gareth Bale, who's just mm -hmm. announced he's retiring from football. <laughs> yeah. Where do you rank him in terms of, there's this discussion going on, I think it was on Sky Sports saying, is he the best British footballer? of all time <laughs> obviously that I agree with that sentiment from Andy Tate there the snorting through your nose is, is exactly my reaction I mean that's a discussion going on mm. what would you say to that Josie I Smith? think he's the second best of the sort of 2000 onwards I think only Rooney's been better than him since 2000 obviously not including like Scholes who played past them but who no. came through post 2000 I think he's probably the second best he's definitely got the best CV or equal best CV because you could maybe trade off a few domestic uh, leagues with Champions Leagues. You look at Rooney, Ferdinand, players like that who have won more um, titles than he has, but obviously far less Champions Leagues. But he was amazing, and he was a big game player oh, as well, which is was. something that people always throw at people who aren't big game players. He he would score in finals, he'd score in semi-finals, score in fucking overhead kicks in finals of the Champions yeah, League. Like yeah. he he's he doesn't shy away. He was amazing. His goal scoring record whenever he played for Real Madrid was excellent, mostly better than one in two, which for a winger is is, is sensational. To me, yeah, he's, he's second best to come through post two thousand to Wayne Rooney. But when you start talking best ever, obviously for me, Charlton's number one just because of the the Ballon personal and World team Cup. accolades he's won. Ballon d'Or World Cup. Champions League Premier, uh, first titles yeah. and also you know you can't dismiss what happened to him no. to bounce back from Munich in the manner he did exactly. and carry that team forward in the way he did is ridiculous for so long as well it's ridiculous yeah. it's like if you made that up as a film someone would say that's nonsensical you yeah. can't have that script so he's the greatest you know, for, I, 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 I agree the, for me greatest British player in that conversation is always going to be Brian Robson He's yeah. going to be in that conversation. Yeah, and then also you open you know with I mean? British, you open up to the likes of Dennis Law and George sure, Best, you know, British, George you know, Northern Best, Ireland's people British. across, you know, yeah. across the. That's obviously George Best got to be in that conversation. So yeah, Giggs yeah. has won a lot. So Skulls. there's always going to be that conversation. But he's Gareth good Bale, though, Bale, isn't he? Yeah, he's he's a, like, I, I mean, listen, to United. I wish he'd come to United when Fergie wanted him. Do you know before he went to Real Madrid? Yeah. Oh no, yeah, yeah. when well, he we wanted him Southampton, didn't he? Apparently, but we wanted him. We could have got him, but Fergie like respectfully waited until the summer yeah. and then Spurs had already got in there. Uh, Caleb Diasola says uh, he's been a member of the first team for 21 months. Says Bale isn't the greatest English player. Well, he's not because he's Welsh, but I get what you mean, bro. Uh, but is the most successful to go international or at least to other top oh. Europe leagues and he was influential. Here's a question. Go on. Yes, in terms of what he was won, definitely. But if, I'm, you'll know this because of your age, but I'm going to say a fact now that I reckon a lot of people my age or younger, under 30, won't know this. Kevin Keegan won two Ballon d'Ors back-to-back. Or it was either back-to-back -back or one year, then missed one in the year after. And he won a Bundesliga as well. Because he, so he, he won it when he was in Germany, and because it's like that weird era of football where 
if you're a United fan, the 60s were big. And if you're not a United fan, then a lot of nothing really happened to the Premier League. But like, because it was in the 70s, it kind of gets overlooked. Kevin Keegan's won more Ballon d'Ors than any other British player. <laughs> Kevin fucking Keegan! Because he's, he's mostly remembered for they've got to go to Forest and get something there or whatever. <laughs> you, just losing his tears. Yeah. Whatever, yeah, yeah, go to Middlesbrough. Because he's mostly known for just cracking up. People forget that. But he's got to be in, in the conversation. He's the only British player to win two Ballon d'Ors. Like, that is amazing, isn't it? Yeah. And no one talks about him it being, like, one of the best British players or best players ever. Not many, not many footballers ever have won two Ballon d'Ors, let alone an English one, and no one talks about him. In known fact, he, Paul Scholes scored an hat-trick at Wembley when Keegan was in charge, and Paul Scholes equaled Kevin Keegan's record to score three at Wembley in an international. There you go, well, there's a bit of fact. Um, moving on to this, Andy, give us your Wally of the Week. I'm moving on from this, I should say. I will go for the Premier League at such short notice. They've thrown Crystal Palace in between a Manchester derby. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And a trip to the Emirates. And they, the circumstances, you know, and they've apologised. Short notice, we apologise to the fans. You don't, you don't apologise. You don't care about the fans. It's all about money. And I screw the Premier League and it's... It's another game. They're all coming thick and fast now, but that's what you got to do if you want to be successful. Mm. Um, some of the, do you know what? I'm going to use broad stuff. Some of the just stupidness we've seen, and I'm not one to start throwing shade at other fans and I go, you know, match-going fans and stuff. We've seen some pretty distasteful things going on over the last few days in, uh, in chanting and stuff. We saw it, there was footage I shared, I think, with some of the Munich airplane signs at uh, Old Trafford. We've heard other chants that we don't want to wear. We've heard other chants at other grounds that we don't need to wear. You know, I think there's always a way of throwing or insulting or having a dig at other teams, players, fans, whatever, without crossing lines that we don't need to cross with certain just things that deserve to be on the scrap heap. So I'm just going to say, like, that's just part of mine. Go on. My wall of the week is uh, VAR. That that absolute disgrace, Wolves versus Liverpool the other night. Fucking Where joke. a goal gets disallowed because they don't know if someone was offside or not. They haven't got the camera angle because none of them was working in what the field. What is that? How is that possible? You know what? Well, everyone didn't see it. Yeah. It's 2-2, Liverpool Wolves. Wolves are the better team. Liverpool have been shit for the whole second half. And it's the 82nd minute, and we'll score a goal, which from every camera angle that is available and the people on the pitch deem it to be a goal. It looks like a goal. There's no reason to think it's not a goal. Then it goes to VAR, and because there's no camera... As far as I'm aware, I haven't seen any update to this. This is the, the official ruling was there was no TV camera that showed the, whether someone was offside or not, so it's disallowed. 
What is that? First of all, why have we got this technology if it's not foolproof? Why, have, why is it only in the Premier League grounds for the FA Cup? Because that's giving certain teams an advantage or a, a, a sort of a fairness that other teams aren't granted anyway, which is already shit. And then all of a sudden, oh, we can't really see it anymore. You're at, we're at Anfield. Was it Anfield or was it at Molyneux? It was Anfield, it was Anfield wasn't it? We're at Anfield. How is there not a camera on every fucking inch of the pitch where we can see if someone's offside or not? I want Liverpool to lose. And I don't want some camera not being switched on to be an excuse oh, for that. Look on Saturday, Sheffield Wednesday, their first goal. It was offside. And where's the camera? There's no VAR. There's no VAR. You can easily put a monitor near the pitch. Or don't have it for any of them for the FA Cup. How is it it's fair a waste of time. that Newcastle versus Sheffield Wednesday, if it's the first, when they play each other at, at um, Hillsborough, is no VAR. If there's a replay, there's VAR. Look at fucking Middlesbrough last season. Ridiculous. And ball. The, the system's yeah. a waste of fucking time. If you're not going to do it right, don't do it yeah. at all. And also, people say, oh, if that's United, you'd be happy that they go as a slad. Yes, of course I would. I don't like Liverpool. I don't want them to win. And I'm happy to be blindly hypocritical when it comes to my United. I second that notion, my friend. Thank you very much. It's the Duck says, if it's a Chelsea scattergun still working, I see. Do you know what I love about VARs when you're at the ground? They'll hear people chanting like, fuck VAR and all that. And then when it's a VAR decision that goes our way, everyone will start cheering and everything. Love it. That's what, <laughs> like, that's what fans yeah, 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 like, yeah, oh, are. In so real I mean, time, like, then you're like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah then you're like, you're applauding it. Blah, blah, blah. That's it's what fandom's all about. Yeah, of course it is. Yeah. Shit's um, out, yeah. That's what it is. Unbridled biasness. I'm all for it. Uh, Andy, where can people find you? Yeah, I'm on Instagram and I'm on TikTok. The only Andy Tate that matters. Uh, big shout out to the United Agenda as well. They've been in the chat. Uh, Owen Thompson, just before we go, says, guys, who do you think the new owners will be? I personally think it'll be Dubai. Not particularly happy, but I just have one of those feelings. Could well be. We'll have to wait and see. I mean, this I is going to rumble yeah. on. But yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if it was a, a sovereign state. Joe, where can people find you? Uh, Joe Smith93 Joe Smith on social media or on the Sloppy Joe's podcast. Sloppy Joe's podcast. You can also find Joe on the preview for the challenge game tomorrow and... He's getting the hours in the boy. He's going to be on the watch along for that as well. So make sure you are hitting like, share and subscribe to the channel. There's a link in the chat to the channel. So let's get 700,000 subscribers. That's been Andy Tate. That's been Joe Smith. I've been Jay Motty. This has been the Paddock Podcast. Thanks for watching. Sports Social Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.